Welcome back to Devotional Thoughts with Pastor Dave Rogers and the Y Milbank Podcast Network from Milbank, South Dakota. I'm Craig Weinberg. Dave, welcome back into thank, the show. Thank you, Craig. It's good to be back with you today. We uh, we made it through uh, Valentine's Day. We've almost made it through February, which is just insane to think. Mind-boggling how fast the yeah. time goes. And this is an extra, and we get an extra day? Outstanding. Right. Is that, is that this month or is that this year? Oh, brother, I really should have known that before I claimed something. What kind of... Terrible. 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 What kind of host is this? I don't even have all the details ready. <laughs> nope. That was last year. That was last year. So. See, you know, but 2020 almost didn't happen. I mean, in our heads, everything is so screwy, so... Yeah, I look at 2020 in the rearview mirror, right. and I'm not lingering on it. Right. So I apologize for that. Today, this is not a leap year. Last year was, and we should have leap, leapt right over it. It would have been <laughs> an outstanding been, idea. That would have been better, most definitely. Uh, well, the last time we uh, spoke, you kind of dug into an old hymn. What are we doing today? Well, today we are going to... Uh, lay the groundwork for a series of devotionals uh, that should take us uh, pretty close to summertime. Uh, Excellent. I was uh, praying and thinking about what I could share, mm -hmm. and uh, one of the books of the Bible that is a favorite for me is the book of James. And uh, as I was looking at it, and I was uh, just bringing to the forefront of my mind those themes that james was was uh calling our attention mm -hmm. to uh i thought you know what there's some great devotional material in this uh this particular epistle and i think that uh, we would benefit by taking some time just to walk through james and to uh, see how those things resonate with us in today's world awesome one of the things that uh I discovered as I uh, was doing some research on this is James has been called by some the Proverbs of the New Testament hmm. because he brings some very practical themes to us, even as mm -hmm. Solomon did uh, in the book of Proverbs, uh, bringing some very practical daily uh, nuggets to us that we can take and apply to our lives and uh, the end result of course is is beneficial to us yeah and so uh, I've I've outlined a, a number of uh, uh, devotions that we're going to be looking at in the weeks ahead and I'll unfold that to you here uh, in just a few moments I, I love the book of James uh, because it is such a practical guide for living a, a godly life mm-hmm uh, it draws a distinct line between uh, those who simply talk about being a Christ follower and and those who uh, are actually uh, what I would call a boots-on-the-ground Christ follower. Uh, they are out there living the life <laughs> yeah. uh, and not just talking about it. Uh, as a young believer, and I, I remember when I first came to Christ uh, and— uh, uh, confess my sin and and uh, open my heart to him as my Lord and Savior, uh, James was a source of great encouragement to me. Uh, and uh, I I found myself especially focusing on on chapter one and and the truths that 
James was bringing out, uh, and he, he does so right after the greeting uh, by talking about the, the benefit of our trials and uh, our, our testings. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was just something that, that encouraged me. It, it gave me the strength to, uh, shall I say, weather some of those <laughs> early storms and mm-hmm. temptations that that I felt as a uh, as a new believer. And uh, over the years, of course, then I have delved deeper into the, the book, and it, it's just been so beneficial to me. Um, and so in the next few months, we're going to be working our way through the great truths that we find recorded in this epistle. Now, one of the things that I believe is important for us to understand when mm-hmm. we begin to look at the scriptures, either as a student of the word or uh, when we're even looking at it devotionally, uh, that it's important that we understand that we are reading somebody else's mail. This is an epistle, an epistle is just a letter. This was a letter uh, written to uh, the 12 tribes scattered abroad, the early church that had been scattered among uh, the the world, the nations of the world. And, and James was, was encouraging them, and it's important that we keep in mind the context mm-hmm. of what they were dealing with. Uh, too often what we do is we take uh, the Scripture, we take uh, the whether it's an epistle or, or whether it's a gospel or, or one of the historical books, and, and we try to uh, enculturate it. We try to make it part of our culture and, and make application to it there. And in some cases, that works well. In some cases, it leads to all <laughs> kinds of issues. Right. And so to me, it's very important that we understand mm-hmm. uh, that this was a letter written to some specific people, uh, believers of the early church who had gone through a season of persecution in their life. And uh, James was addressing to them uh, instruction concerning their faith uh, as it related to the things that they were dealing with. Now, that being said, these truths do apply to us. Uh, Context uh, gives us a point of understanding and reference. Uh, it it gives us a, a basis for understanding the truths. Mm-hmm. But these truths are also applicable to our lives. Uh, it's important that we understand the historical application as we make a modern-day application yeah. to our lives. And that's why I wanted to just take today's uh, podcast and and deal with the historical background of uh, this epistle and then outline to the listener what we're going to be doing in the weeks ahead. Now, as we look at the the background of James, uh, the epistle, we understand that the letter was written sometime between A.D. 48 and A.D. 62. It's a broad period of time, and, and basically it's a period of time that that covers the period shortly after the early persecution of the church that we read about in Acts 
uh, chapter 8, following the stoning of Stephen, and uh, then up to AD 62 when James, uh, the author, uh, was martyred. And so it gives us a historical window there to understand when it was written. Mm -hmm. As we think about the author of the book, uh, the scripture uh, identifies him to us. Uh, He himself just identifies himself as a bondservant of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, history records for us that James was tradition says that he was the brother of Jesus who later became a leader of the church uh the church in Jerusalem mm. he was the pastor of the church in Jerusalem he's mentioned in the book of acts in a number of instances uh specifically in acts chapter 15 it was James who gave the summary of the council of Jerusalem uh we we know in Acts chapter 10 that Peter went down to the house of Cornelius and preached the gospel to the Gentiles. And the Holy Spirit fell on the early church, the manifestation of the, the Spirit's presence as they responded to the gospel was the same at the house of Cornelius as it was on the day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. And as the Gentile believers began to uh, profess Christ and and follow Christ's teaching, then the church in Jerusalem, uh, remembering uh, that the gospel was uh, to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, Jesus had said they would be witnesses to him in Jerusalem, uh, or Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then to the end of the earth. And so it, it went first to the Jew and then expanded out to the Gentile. And so as the Gentiles began to be integrated into the church, mm-hmm. uh, the question arose, what do we do with them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is an interesting question, but it, it, it is an integration of a different um, society. A different society, a different culture, mm-hmm. and cultural norms. Now, uh, you're dealing with the, the adherence to the Judaic law mm-hmm. and the customs and practices of the law. Uh, principally for the uh, the church, one of the issues was food offered to idols, uh, and then what do we do about circumcision? Oh yeah, uh, and and so they had a council in Jerusalem, and James, as the leader of the church at Jerusalem, was the one who shared the summary, and and we see him coming to the forefront of leadership mm-hmm. in the church, uh, and so. Understanding that following the uh, the persecution that came upon the church following the death of Stephen, mm-hmm. James as a pastor still had a heart for the people, people he had served. Now, they may have moved on. Uh, we know that the, there were believers in, in Damascus because the apostle Saul of Tarsus, yeah. not yet the apostle <laughs> Paul, but Saul of Tarsus went there. Uh, to arrest those who yeah, were to persecute them, to persecute them. It's going to clean up the streets, and and we know that there were uh, believers around. We we find uh, Aquila and Priscilla mm-hmm. who were 
uh, part of the dispersion of the the uh, believers of the early church. Uh, they joined Paul in some of his missionary journeys. But anyway, James had a heart for them. And so he wrote this letter to them to give them some practical instructions. Now, was it written to everyone in the church or was it specifically to the Jews so they would understand he how to how to interact and welcome in he he addressed it to the 12 tribes scattered abroad in fact if if we look at it uh, chapter 1 verse 1 uh we find James identifying himself as the bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ and he's writing to the 12 tribes which were scattered abroad. Hmm. And so uh, it was written primarily to the Jewish believers who had been dispersed among the nations. However, the principles that he outlines here have no ethnicity to them. And so we can clearly apply them to the Gentile believer as well, and by extension, apply them to ourselves mm-hmm. in today's society, today's culture. And in fact, I believe that if we take to heart some of the things that, that we find here <laughs> uh, in these five short chapters, <laughs> we're going to have our eyes open to what I see as some of the ills of society today, mm. if we would simply practice our faith yeah. as is outlined by Christ in the gospel, if we would treat one another with the dignity and the honor that Christ calls us to treat one another with, if we would face temptations and our trials in that way, if we would understand mm-hmm. uh, living disciplined <laughs> lives uh, we would we would save ourselves from a, a great deal of, of heartbreak. And so in the upcoming devotions, we're going to be exploring these truths and, and how they apply to our lives. Uh, in fact, I just want to share kind of a breakdown of the themes that we're going to be, be looking at here. Uh, we're going to deal with faith and trials. Uh, and, and how we navigate mm-hmm. our trials as people of faith. A perspective is everything. Yeah. Uh, and uh, James gives us great perspective. He also uh, speaks about uh, the rich and the poor. And Jesus had something to say about that, too. Uh, and uh, it's interesting <laughs> that we find uh, very close parallels between what Jesus said mm-hmm. and what James says here and the warning that he gives. He talks about trials and temptations. Now, uh, without tipping uh, my hat too much here and, uh, you know, giving, uh, giving, uh, getting down on a rabbit trail on, on this one here, uh, just remember the Apostle Paul said to the church at, Cor- er, at Corinth that uh, we're all tempted, mm-hmm. that there's no temptation that you have experienced, but it's common to, to humanity. And so uh, trials and temptations are inevitable. <laughs> it's what we do with them that matters. And so we're going to have some fun with that one. 
uh, we're going to explore the importance of not just hearing the teaching of the word, mm -hmm. but becoming practitioners of the word. Uh, we we have a tendency to to listen, and but uh, let's just face it: sometimes our attention span <laughs> is really is short. really <laughs> short, and the application yeah. uh, is lacking. Mm -hmm. James also gives a, a warning regarding favoritism. And, uh, you know, let's let's look at our society today. And maybe it's not too different from his day in respect of that. We are enamored by celebrity. Uh, we are enamored by uh, the successful uh, people who have... Uh, excelled mm -hmm. and, and been successful in life and and uh, maybe we give them uh, a little bit of uh, uh, grace that they're not deserving James gives a warning about favoritism and uh, being <laughs> you know being even-handed you know mm -hmm. uh, let the 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 playing field be level for everybody and so we're going to have some fun with that one too uh, I love the contrast that he has, and we're going to explore this, the contrast between having a living faith and having a dead faith. Now, I'm, I'm going to just touch up briefly on that as I close out this podcast in a few moments. But uh, uh, that's a, going to be a fun one as we look at that, the living faith versus the dead faith. Uh when we get to chapter 3, and I love James chapter 3, he deals with the tongue. <laughs> and, uh, man, have have we ever become aware here in the last couple of months of the importance of our words and the power of the word and, and how the tongue can literally start a forest fire, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. And uh, we've, we've lived through that, and so uh, we're going to... Uh, Look at what James has to say about uh, the tongue and uh, being alert to uh, using it in a, a, a wise manner and the danger of the untamed tongue. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, we're going to look at the difference between heavenly wisdom and earthly wisdom. Uh, here's another one I, I hope that we have some fun with, the impact of pride. Ooh. Uh, he, he deals with that, and uh, we're going we're gonna to have some fun with that when I'm quite confident. <laughs> the power of humility, you know, and, and we, we remember Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount dealt with humility, and, mm -hmm. and uh, it's one of the premises that he outlined in the Beatitudes. James echoes that here, and uh, too often we equate humility with weakness. And uh, oh, absolutely! If, if yeah. we can, if we can mm -hmm. put it in a proper context, we're going to find that humility is far <laughs> from being weak. Yeah. Uh, the greatest definition I ever heard, and I'll share that with you now: humility is power under control. And so uh, we're going to. Uh, deal with the power of humility. James also gives a, a warning about judgment. Mm. And I think this is a timely uh, timely devotion for us. Totally. 
we have become a society of judges and critics. Uh, color commentary mm-hmm. is is provided on everything that we we do. You know, if if you're watching uh, the political debate, you have to have the commentators tell you what you just heard. Well, because you may not, you may have missed it. Well, either that or you're a simpleton <laughs> right, and, and right. you don't understand. Or or you heard it wrong. You heard it wrong. <laughs> you think you heard this, but you were mistaken. Uh, but we get into the uh, athletic arena, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got uh, your color commentators. Yeah. And, they, and thinking about that. That's a, an example of, I think, the value of them. Because without good color commentation, commentating on a sporting event, it's kind of hard to watch. Yes and no. <laughs> um, that, that's why I said good. <laughs> well, that that is a very subjective element yes. there. But, uh, you know, they filter it through their own oh, experience. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And... Mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's hard sometimes, especially you know as as a former athlete myself, and and having played football uh, back in the '60s, it's hard for me to recognize the game today uh, because it has changed so much. And so, uh, the plays that draw penalties today, mm-hmm. we received recognition <laughs> right. and awards for back when I played, yeah. and so. Uh, having good commentary is is <laughs> good color analysis yeah, yeah. is is so important. But when it comes to judgment, we have to be very careful that color commentary doesn't become a judge of character mm. and uh, a judge mm-hmm. of one's faith and and so on and so forth. And so this is this is a fine line that we we walk today uh you know let's let's just face it with today's uh services being broadcast on so many uh medias yeah uh people can tune in and they can listen for a few moments and they make a judgment yeah and that judgment uh may lead them uh to something better it may lead them to something <laughs> far worse and so uh, James gives a warning about judgment, and, and we're going to look at that. We're also going to walk through a, a, a chapter, chapter 4, as he's dealing with our plans and submitting our plans to God. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to deal with putting God in charge of your plans. We're going to, excuse me, <coughs> we're going to, Look at the rich as they oppress the the poor and the warning against those who are in positions of wealth oppressing the poor. And uh, something for us as believers to uh, to look at and apply to our lives there. We're going to deal with the importance of patience and perseverance. And uh, stick-to-itiveness and patience are, <laughs> are uh, characteristics that are in uh, short supply in our society today. Yes, and so uh, we should have some fun with that. And then we're going to deal with meeting special needs. And uh, 
James speaking to the church in chapter 5 just begins to lay out some practical truths Mm -hmm. that we need to understand in our daily life to apply, uh, to implement, and uh, I think it will be beneficial for us. In my study of this epistle, and as I looked at the historical background, I came across a a comment by an unnamed contributor that uh, summarized this letter in a simple but profound way by stating this, The message of James speaks especially to those who are inclined to talk their way to heaven instead of walk their way there. One of the things that I want to be very careful is that I'm not just a talker. (laughs) I want to make sure that these are things that I'm applying to my life. Mm -hmm. And having applied to my life, then encourage the listener to do the same. You see, my hope in these devotionals is that they will remind us that works without faith and faith without works are both useless. However, when faith and works are combined, we're compelled to move from a back a backside in the pew religion to a boots on the ground relationship with the Lord and the world in which we live. And and I'm really <laughs> really looking forward to sharing the journey of discovery with the listeners. That will be a blast. So as we go forward into this, um, everyone listening. Dig out James and uh, five chapters in there. It's not very long. It's a quick read. And and we're going to just, as long as it takes, we're going to dig through them and, and start breaking down each one of these segments. Yes. And, and talk about, you know, kind of how it started, why it was there, and then some application in our lives today. Absolutely. Especially... In coming out of 2020, in 2021, uh, and in our, our social media-driven society that, you know, now now it's best, you know, we, it's assumed that you uh, you make your opinions known on social media and you, you correct people. You get out there and you, you have to fact-check people on the fly. And that, that's your duty. Maybe that's not our duty. Maybe our duty is to love people. You <laughs> and know show what? Christ. <laughs> When I think of social media, the word that comes to me so often is troll. <laughs> How many people yeah. are out there trolling yeah. other mm-hmm. people? You know, and I I have picture from when I was a child in elementary school reading about uh, the troll and three billy goats gruff <laughs> and, yep. and all of that stuff. Oh, and, yeah. and I have pictures of all of us as a society is that... <laughs> withered up bitter old person is waiting waiting for someone to come by yeah. so and get them and uh yeah we're called to be lovers of yes. people not trolls and so yeah. we're going to do that and and our launch point here is faith and trials and and coming off of 2020 and and still oh, here man. in in the first part of 2021 <laughs> yeah. we are living daily with trials and uh i think that this is a timely devotion for us mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to look forward to that next awesome. week. Well, thank you, Dave. I'm, I, I look forward to it. It's going to be a good study into that, uh, the thought and the, the, the mind behind that and what we can take out of it. Uh, we'll start that next week. The, uh, that will be the first in March. 
So that will be great. March uh, March 4th is when that will air. And so from March 4th on, get buckle up. It's going to be good. It will be so, fun, too. Excellent. Thanks so much, Dave. This is the Devotional Thoughts Podcast with Pastor Dave Rogers. Um, thanks again for hanging out with us and taking this journey as we go forward, digging into James and and beyond, <laughs> in the words of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> thanks, Dave. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Craig. Stay healthy, everyone. Keep... Uh, Keep your loved ones in your, you know, check in on them and be safe out there. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.